0: Mackenzie. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to TMI Tuesday for the pet episode. And I wanted to ask you a question. What is the difference between a vet and a vet tech? So veterinarians have gone through probably like eight years
1: of schooling. They go through a bachelor's degree and then four years of vet school. They are the equivalent of an MD. Um, Probably broke for life. Yeah. (laughs) Very much. Um, And um, a vet tech, uh, specifically a certified veterinary technician, um, we have an associate's degree, um, but we essentially fill the role of an RN and an anesthesiologist and and a pharmacist and everything else. Jesus. So the doctors, um, they're allowed to perform surgery, diagnose and prescribe medications, and we literally do everything else
0: (laughs) and you have to learn like a bunch of different body systems for like a million different pets
1: we yeah i i mean we do we take anatomy and physiology classes for cats and dogs but in my case i also have to know a lot about pretty much every other species you could know because i work with exotic animals so (laughs) it's
0: pretty crazy do you have to take um i know this is a question that like i had with my vet do you have to take nutrition classes Nutrition is covered in
1: certain classes but it, there we I mean at least at my school we didn't have a specific class solely on nutrition um we had a class that covered various aspects of veterinary medicine and in one of those
0: classes we cover nutrition because i know there was a whole like
1: but there is there are grain
0: free not grain free and all that there are
1: veterinary nutritionists who specialize in it and if you if you are a vet tech that works with one of them you
0: can specialize in it too because medical doctors don't have to take nutrition classes either do they i don't know because i've I've asked questions of like Mm -hmm. i get migraines and i heard that this like fever fuel or something was good for Mm -hmm. migraines, is that going to affect like other things that I'm taking? They're like, I have no idea. Let's Google it. And I'm like, I could have just done that at home.
1: Yeah, I've gone to – I mean not that you
0: guys should have to take everything, but it is something that seems related. So it kind of –
1: Yeah, I'm not as sure with veterinarians. I know it's covered, but I don't know like if they have a specific class for it or not. But I know in in my school we definitely covered it. We covered, you know, everything from how to calculate how many – calories a dog's needs a day don't ask me how to do that i don't know off the top of my head i, would, I, would, <laughs> I didn't do well in that part yeah. but um i would never have to like that. um all the different how to break down all the different um nutrient requirements a dog or cat needs right and things like that so
0: does it change as much as like because i feel like every time i look up if like say are eggs healthy for humans mm-hmm. you could find both sides of that Mm of like it's terrible for you it's great for you and uh, what is it the same for pets
1: yeah it's (laughs) it's very even for me i've been trying to do a lot of research on it because lots of people have questions on it and i have pets myself and there's a lot of information on both sides out there especially with the grain-free thing nowadays yeah that everyone's Um, talking about (laughs) but i um you know i kind of try myself to take a um a middle of the road approach yeah um and you know just depending on the question go from there
0: but how many um pets do you have
1: <laughs> i have um my dog i have two cats now um three snakes and a lizard all right all right (laughs) it comes with the territory (laughs) yeah you
0: just end up with them yeah we
1: end up with all the animals that nobody wanted unfortunately
0: (laughs) so i don't know if you know the answer to this question but i saw on um someone posted a facebook thing that when dogs are playing with you they sneeze to show you that they're only playing and they're not seriously bad
1: I've never heard that
0: before. Yeah, and I looked My it dog... up and there was a bunch of other ones. I was just...
1: <laughs> My dog tends to sneeze when he's on his back, but that's yeah. because
0: saliva is going down his nose. So,
1: yeah, <laughs> like, that, that'll probably. explain I've never it. really heard that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What is the grossest thing to happen to you at work? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I don't know if... I'm kind if of I could, scared. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: know if I could pick just one thing. Um, there's been a number of like... I'd say some of the grosser things are when you get animals that have come in with abscesses that are maggot infested. Totally a thing,
0: unfortunately. That's disgusting. Um, Like maggots like this, like it's dead.
1: No, like, or like the animal's still alive and it's. But this- its abscess or wound has been infested with maggots that are eating the dead tissue, and it's really gross. That's disgusting. Um, and then there's, of course, the all glorious anal glands. Oh How does it get that bad? Oh, yeah. <laughs> get that bad? Um, people like don't, don't notice. notice uh, or, or think it'll just go away. Yeah. Or they're outdoor cats, for example, that come home once a week and right. show up with something, so.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, the anal gland thing. I'm glad I haven't really... <laughs> it always comes up in conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that um, the dog that I just had had an anal gland problem, and neither did the one before, but I feel like our childhood dog might have had that. Yeah,
1: I. Um, it depends on the dog, and a lot of times it's associated with diet. Like, um, I've learned recently that um, food allergies tend oh. to exacerbate that. Um, and and I mean, that makes sense because if a dog is having diarrhea, basically, this is really getting into detail. Yeah, where well, I asked for the grossest stuff. Yeah, so. but, you um, It is you know, called TMI it, a, Tuesday. <laughs> the, yeah, the anal glands are naturally expressed when a dog or cat defecates, and if they like have... Like a hard poop. Yeah, and if they have diarrhea or something, it's not gonna take doesn't care of that. It doesn't need any lube.
0: So it's just like, it's like poop lube. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and it's um it's for scent marking and things like that. Oh, Okay. Um, so it just
0: gets like backed up. Yeah. And then is and it just like a sack of gross? Yeah. They're, lube.
1: Yeah. And um. Why does it smell so bad? I heard it. Smells recently, bad. recently I run into a few dogs that just they have anal glands that are positioned weird, and so they can't express them on their own. Oh, so that's another that just thing. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are they
0: like? Is it like purebred dogs, or are they mutts and are just like? I think it was a little bit of, of both. Okay. Yeah,
1: it was a little luck of the draw. They just
0: came out weird. Mm. So. That sucks.
1: Yeah. Um. Do cats have it too? Cats have them too. Okay. Yeah they they don't often have as big of a problem with them. You'll see. You mostly see cats have a problem with them when they're obese and they can't reach back there to clean. Things, Ooh. Okay.
0: So. Yeah, <laughs> never let a cat fat cat kiss. issue. <laughs> Don't let a cat kiss you unless you're really fat. What's the uh, most embarrassing thing that happened to you at work? Oh, I mean, I'm mm. sure there's so many.
1: Yeah, embarrassing <laughs> to me. I mean, I've been peed on and shit on as too many times to count. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure think, that kind. of I think goes the with most the embarrassing like story that I have was um. A, a guy called when I worked in, at an emergency clinic and said that his dog ate used condoms. Right. Um, and, you know, that was all the information we got on the phone call. Well, they come in and it's actually a teenage boy um, and his aunt had been staying with him um, while his parents were out of town. And she found that the dog had gotten into something and ate the garbage. And that's how she found out that her nephew was sexually active because because the dog ate all of his used condoms. And so she thought it was hilarious to make him make the call to bring it in. And she was giving him so much (laughs) shit. And then we had to make the dog throw up. Oh, and it threw oh, up no. the used condoms. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> my dog ate one once and it was nothing happened.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean. Like it
0: was just gone. And then. Yeah, my dog eats,
1: has eaten all kinds of stuff. His his favorite thing lately is cat shit. Oh, yeah.
0: All dogs love that.
1: Ugh, but um, he's eaten a bunch of stuff and it's never bothered him. But he's also a big dog. So he can pass things a lot
0: easier <laughs> sort of do people come in with any like embarrassing questions that are like
1: yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> you know i i've not necessarily in I, I can't think of one that i've experienced personally off the top of my head but i've read many accounts of like people bring their dogs or cats in thinking they have ticks and insect and they said I tried to burn it off and pull it off and he seems really angry about it and it ends up being their animals nipples <laughs>
0: it's just so crazy and then
1: and when they're ex- and often when they're told that they're like oh but my my dog can't have nipples he's a boy and like, <laughs> like so- they don't seem to understand like that male humans yeah. have nipples. That is so <laughs> weird.
0: How he had this weird black growth on his back and people always were like, Oh, your dog has a tick and try and like rip it off. And I'm like, No, 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 it's that's attached. like yeah, that's, <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it's not a tick. <laughs> or it's been like feeding for a long time. It'd be huge. Yes. <laughs> um Yeah, that that was my other question, was the weird client questions.
1: Yeah. They're um I love talking about those. Just, I mean, I understand not everybody is an animal expert, of course, but right. like some of the things that people come up with are just. What surprises ridiculous. me that people don't Google these
0: things first, too, because like you have the internet, where you mm-hmm. know someone has already asked that question. Like well, I've Googled the weirdest shit, and it's always come up as someone's already asked it. That
1: can be a double edged sword because I've also had people Google. You know ear infection in a dog, and then end up putting I don't know like boric acid <laughs> in their ear or some, something crazy. Oh like, god! Yeah, just yeah, something the home crazy in their ears, and it's like, why would you put that in your ears? No. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, that's bad. Um, but
1: yeah, I mean, there's other stories. Um, oh, there was that one that we were talking about where um a guy said he had been giving his dog heartworm preventative monthly and um, his dog didn't really seem to like it and he didn't really understand why. And so the technician, you know, questioned him like, well, you know, show me what you're giving him. And he pulled out the monthly reminder stickers <laughs> for some reason, for some reason, the, I, I, if you had to choose between, if he pulled out the package and you were like, Hmm, do you think he, this the beefy, <laughs> this beef treat looking thing is the medicine?
0: Or do you think the sticker is like, that is really weird. So I mean yeah. <laughs> I I feel like if he was like putting him on like it was like a nicotine patch
1: yeah <laughs> like, like that would make least, some sense yeah but
0: trying to get your dog to eat, <laughs> to a, eat sticker, a sticker yeah
1: like, I, I don't know it's just I feel like people make it way harder for themselves than they need to because there was the other story of like oh yeah <laughs> somebody trying to. Give their cats flea medicine as a suppository, and not understanding why their cat was getting so angry. <laughs> it's a oral yeah. medication. Like, I can't imagine trying to that, do that. I don't know why that's the first thing people go to in their mind. Like, yeah, <laughs> like,
0: yeah, know. that would be the last place I would want to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> What's um, the weirdest animal you got to do any work on? Oh um i feel like i've seen some pictures yeah i've done
1: so many cool things and that's always so exciting for me um one of the weirder just cases in general was um somebody brought in their sugar glider to be neutered and i had never been i had never really seen what a sugar gliders junk looks like i they're they're evil little creatures um they people think they're cute oh but yeah man, they i bite the shit out do of they? you they bite the shit out of you and it hurts and they're not nice people <laughs> um, do talk about how cute but, they are i don't um, think they're that cute but we you know we i'm prepping the patient i take it in there and i flip it over on its back to prep it and his testicles are hanging off to the side of his abdomen and i'm like whoa what <laughs> is happening why why are his testicles like that and i realized that sugar glider testicles look like um look like a little pom-pom off of a winter hat um they're suspended oh. they're suspended by like this string of flesh and then there's this little pom-pom of fur at the end of it and, oh and my they god can, and they just like dangle there from like where you would think his belly button was and so i you know i like Messed around with them. I was like flicking it from. I was like, look how they can go everywhere.
0: Like, you, I wonder if they're that. Se- I mean, are all animals' ball sensitive, or just I don't humans?
1: Know. I don't really know. I haven't tested that. Yeah, while, I don't know. But, I mean, yeah, um, you just go wrong
0: punching dogs, yeah, in the Balls, but
1: rabbits have weird testicles too. They're like above the penis and kind of bean they're above, shaped. yeah, and kind of bean shaped, um, as opposed weird. to you know what a dog's or humans looks like. Um, yeah, really. It, it gets things get really interesting in exotic medicine. Um, a lot of snakes and lizards have two penises. Um, now, how yeah. many things have <laughs>
0: penis bones? Because dogs have penis bones. Pretty much, right?
1: su- Yeah, surprisingly, pretty much every mammal except for humans. The ones that need them.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. What the like. Hell? Yeah.
1: I. I. You know, I collect a lot of like oddities and specimens and stuff and you can go into these shops like Paxton Gate and stuff and they'll have all kinds of different penis bones like raccoons
0: and yeah my friend has and, a hat with a yeah. raccoon and penis it, bone I mean it
1: essentially does what an erection is supposed to do it helps stabilize the penis why did, Why don't
0: we have why? I don't know that is just <laughs> I read weird. something about
1: it a while back and I think it we're was not supposed like, to
0: have so many children I bet yeah. <laughs> Actually, that, like I think purpose. it was like
1: we lost it in our evolution or something. Oh, I'm do not monkeys really sure, have it? I don't remember if monkeys have it, but I think some of them do. Do cats? Um, have cats it? have them.
0: Yeah, weird.
1: So that pretty is... much every mammalian species except for us and I think one other thing, but I don't remember what the other thing was. But
0: I mean, it'd be weird if we had it. <laughs> um, penis bone. Hmm. Yeah. Good to know. And very weird. Don't, like, uh, pigs have some kind of, like, corkscrew kind of... Ducks do. Oh, ducks. I don't know
1: about pigs, but ducks do. Um, because the female... And I've actually learned way too much about this, too. It's because the female's cloaca is also spiraled, and it allows them to mate in the water and keep water out while oh. mating. So. And
0: keep the woman from trying to get away. Yeah. <laughs> what is the worst part of your job Oh, besides not making any money yeah, and having to pay student loans.
1: <laughs> I mean, really just kind of the HR part of it. Like I – you know, that and, and convenience euthanasias. You know, if you're talking animal-related, convenience euthanasias are the things that get me um, – or really any kind of convenience thing like declawing, like – you know, What's a
0: convenience euthanasia? They where
1: just... it's like, oh, um, I can't take care of my animal anymore for X, Y, or Z reason. So instead of trying to find it a new home, I want to euthanize it. Or my People dog just do that. Or like, you know, I had a case, and this dog it ended up not getting euthanized because I pushed for him. I was
0: good because now she still yeah, has it, <laughs> but. Um, Oh, no. No, no,
1: no. But, I mean, we had a guy call one time and said, yeah, I want to bring my dog in and put it down because it bit my child. And I'm like, okay, well, we've never seen your dog before. We don't just flat out euthanize something with never seeing it. You need to bring it in. Yeah.
0: And and what did your bring do to it the, in. the dog? Yeah.
1: He brought it – his wife brought it in, and she had an infant and like a two- or three-year-old toddler. This dog was like eight to ten years old, Aww. had hip dysplasia and arthritis, Aww. and had – a urinary tract infection that had been going on for months that they hadn't thought to bring her in to treat. And turns out the child kicked her in the back legs. Wow. Well, and the dog reached around and didn't actually bite the child. Just just reached around in response to being kicked in an already painful area. Um, and luckily, you know, after learning all of that, the doctor was like, no, we're not going to euthanize this. Yeah. But just the fact that people... Automatically want to go to that.
0: I know that's Bugs so. I me. mean, I know that oh, like senior dogs are very expensive, mm-hmm. but I feel like they're the best dogs. Yeah. Like, whenever I'm, I want, like, I wanted to adopt a dog that was like 13 years old, knowing that like it's just going to break my heart probably in a couple of years, but it's just like this dog shouldn't be in a shelter, yeah. it should have a home. Yeah. And, my retirement home, where I'll just have all these old dying dogs. My mom wants to do that too, so. but it's, I know I don't think I can handle it emotionally. So. Yeah.
1: My, I swear, my mom's like the Pied Piper for dogs. She, They live on 35 acres out in Colorado, and, like, every dog in the neighborhood, she'll just send me pictures and, like, look who's staying the night tonight. Aww. And just random people, their owned dogs yeah, that have that just, just left just... their home and showed up on her door for
0: the, for a sleepover. Like, like <laughs> That's cute. I know. So she's it's totally so... the same. But I just yeah. don't understand people having a dog for that long, and then, I mean, and I then, understand yeah. that they're expensive when they're older, and it, I mean... It's not easy yeah. to take care of them cuz they can't talk and tell you what's wrong with them and but yeah, it's it's yeah. just sad.
1: The, and um and just the fact that, you know other things that fall in that convenience thing are like declawing that's a huge issue it and you people know, don't do I that just, to
0: dogs do they're just cats
1: i've heard of one case it, it was not when i worked in veterinary medicine i had worked in grooming where somebody had somehow convinced their vet to declaw their dog because it was their grandmother and she was immunocompromised which is such bullshit because there are lots of immunocompromised people who still live with animals with their claws like you know when you think about it like my cats don't really scratch me that much i'd keep their nails trimmed
0: yeah easy
1: like um kitmans you know uh in in the uk declawing um ear cropping tail docking all of those things are banned and you don't see they don't see them being an issue over there you don't see a huge increase in shelter animals because they can't declaw their cats or something like it's just there's a lot of really weak excuses for why it still continues in the u.s and it's very unfortunate i
0: think a lot of people don't know like i didn't know Mm -hmm. how terrible it was like my sister had a declawed cat but Mm -hmm. that cat was very mean (laughs) like it 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 literally needed to be Mm -hmm. but um yeah i had no idea that it was like cutting their fingers off. yeah
1: it's it's a a, declawing is a very misleading And she
0: might have gotten it already already
1: declawed that happens a lot because the thing is there there's a lot of veterinarians who still do it because they are afraid that the animal will end up end up in the shelter if they don't. But the thing is, they amputate these first digits of all of their claws, which is like amputating fingers, yeah. your, the the tips of your fingers off, and then expect them to walk. And
0: it leads oh, do to, they have trouble walking after yeah, that?
1: You know, if if you imagine like walking on your knuckles the rest of your life. Like, your knuckles are not meant to support your body. No,
0: it's like cutting off your toes um, and then trying to walk. Yeah. So it
1: leads to a lot of arthritis. They end up needing, like, a special litter because the normal clay litter doesn't is very uncomfortable to them. So they end up peeing and pooping outside of their litter boxes. It's also taking away their first line of defense, so they go to their second line of defense and bite people. Yeah, it was a very, very bitey cat. I would much rather be scratched by a cat than bit by one any day. Um, Yeah, yeah. So I've actually seen a a lot of cats end up in the shelter or euthanized because of the issues that declawing caused.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't think that a lot of people, I mean, from where I I grew up, it definitely wasn't something that we were taught was wrong like yeah. i feel like everyone declawed their cats yeah it,
1: i i think it's some it's part of a it's a bigger movement now in the last decade or so to yeah. ban it but um and people are becoming more aware but yeah that and the convenience euthanasia things are animal wise the biggest issues i think um that would be so i think hard. what makes staying in a place more than one year difficult are they all the hr issues that go on in the veterinary field um there's unfortunately just a large amount of underpaying overworking um staff and um a lot of bullying that goes on. Really? Unfortunately. Yeah. Well, that's sad, too, with the but, overworking, yeah. too,
0: because, I mean, you get tired.
1: Oh, yeah. I, yeah. There were nights when I was in school and I was still working where I ended up just sleeping at Cause the you, veterinary clinic because they're you know i didn't get off at, i was supposed to be off at midnight and didn't get off till three and there was no point in going home like because i had in, to be like, at, a big dog w- i had to be in yeah i i made myself i pulled off some blankets and slept in our iso ward like <laughs> made a little cot yeah <laughs> like, that's sad because i only had like four hours till i had to get up for school so it's like those kind of things yeah so just, but luckily i'm I'm in a pretty cool place now. That's that good. I don't think that's happening. Yeah.
0: What's your favorite part of your job? Um,
1: I, I, my favorite part is getting to work with all the exotic animals. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, that's always and, been... and the weird balls. Yeah, and the weird balls that come with it. <laughs> um, that's I just like that challenge. You know. Human medicine, you've got one species, which is amazing that they still screw up as much as they do, given that they only have one species they have right. to deal with. Um, your basic general practice, you see cats and dogs, you've got two. While exotics, you can see like over 20 different things. I've seen, you know, hamsters and guinea pigs to birds of prey. And now I'm working in a place that caters to um a sanctuary for tigers and lions and bobcats oh, and wow. things like that. And that's so fun. That's so, awesome. So, you know, and in all of those things come with their own habitat requirements and dietary requirements and and medical requirements, weird medical conditions that are specific only to that species. Yeah. So, it's a super I like that challenge and you never know what you're going to get.
0: So. Yeah. Do a lot of people at your new place have exotic pets?
1: Um, yeah, at, at this particular place that I'm at now, um, we've got a really great exotics team. Um, one girl I work with has, I don't even know how many things she has, but she's got like a giant monitor lizard Wow. and a, a tortoise and an iguana. Um, I, I really don't know how many things she has. She's got a lot more than me. So people yeah. think I'm crazy. But New, like, new roommate. Um, <laughs> um, and... Uh, the other girl that I work with, she doesn't have, she only has a cat, but she's worked with a lot of other exotic animals and she's done, um, internships at like zoos and stuff like that. Oh, wow.
0: Is that something you'd want to do? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd love
1: to do that. It also requires like. Having somebody to watch my own pets, and, yeah, and not your and own going, zoo. And, yeah, and, and going without pay for for like three months or whatever because oh, they're the often unpaid do that? internships. Oh, rips really? Oh, yeah. Fuck that. Um, but yeah, if I could work my way up to working at a zoo or something, that would be probably the pinnacle of my career. That would be like a <laughs> um, dream job. Yeah, but yeah. you know, we're not there yet. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, have you watched the show Fatal Attraction? Where uh, like people get these exotic cats yeah, that kill them. Yeah, I've seen. But they, I mean, they're like they're and like alligators that are mm-hmm. like.
1: And that's um a lot of where these um these big cats that I now work with came from situations like that. Okay. Um, they have some cougars that um, that were in people's apartments. They're, they a- They actually have a that car- is
0: really scary.
1: Yeah, they have a caracal cat, which is a an African wild cat. Um, that was actually. Um, somebody was keeping it illegally in their apartment here in Portland and it got out um, and there were reports of a bobcat running around and it's not a bobcat it's actually like it's like like an African bobcat but it's like way more exotic than that Um, and they ended up with it there Um, it's illegal to keep um, it it's I'm learning a lot of fucked up things about that Exotic pet trade through them because um, it's illegal to keep things like that here in Portland without I was a gonna, license. Yeah, Portland, but um, in Oregon,
0: because like yeah. each state seems to have kind of weird laws about yeah. what you can and can't have. I don't
1: know about Oregon in general, but I know in Portland you cannot like have yeah things like in that. city limits. It's um, pretty
0: ridiculous. But,
1: but people license them in Washington. Was it like so an emotional
0: support tiger?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Um, a lot of them have come from like or like um roadside zoos. Like, um, legally you can keep um tiger cubs and lion cubs up to a certain age for photo purposes, where people can get paid to get their pictures taken with these. Oh my with god! These big cat cubs. Um, but once they reach a certain age and weight. They can't do that anymore. And so from there, they're often um, rehomed to private buyers or kept for breeding to make more cubs or unfortunately killed or sold to like private hunting places.
0: That's terrible. Um,
1: and unfortunately, sometimes it, they're subjected to being starved and things to keep them small longer. So a lot of really wow. fucked up situations. Yeah. But they've, I mean, luckily they've all ended up at a really great private facility they all have huge amazing enclosures and mackenzie's house just- yeah, just <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> she just lives with all of these animals yeah <laughs> it would be kind cool yeah. of cool over. <laughs> but- all right well that's all we have today cool. so thanks for listening yeah bye